It's Wednesday, April 20th. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Maryland's COVID-19 positivity rate continues its creep upward, while masks become optional on MTA transport. The often fractious Baltimore County School Board will see a major change this election. And Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott unveils details about his guaranteed income pilot program. It's The Daily Dose from WYPR, our latest reporting on Maryland's COVID-19 response and the local news of the day, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Maryland's COVID-19 positivity rate continues the daily climb it began in late March. The rate today is at 4.38 percent. The state health department is also reporting 636 new cases. 153 people are currently hospitalized with COVID. Five people have died. The Maryland Transit Administration says masks are optional on all buses, trains and mobility vehicles. The announcement follows a ruling by a federal judge in Florida on Monday overturning a CDC order to extend the U.S. travel mask mandate that was scheduled to end on May 3rd. The TSA says masking is now optional in BWI airport terminals and on arriving and departing flights. Rideshare company Uber says masks are recommended but no longer required. The Justice Department is weighing whether or not to appeal the judge's decision. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott announced a guaranteed income pilot program today that would provide 200 young parents monthly cash payments of $1,000 for two years. Scott says parents can use the payments however they need to get back on their feet. This is fundamentally about putting our families in a position to succeed. Applications will be open online May 2nd to 9th to parents aged 18 to 24, whose income is at or below 300 percent of the federal poverty level. They'll be picked through a randomized lottery and are to receive their money this summer. Robin McKinney, CEO of Cash Campaign of Maryland, a partner for the program, says the city will also gather data on the applicants to demonstrate the necessity of these programs. Families are the experts on what they need in order to get ahead. Scott allocated $4.8 million in ARPA money for the program. Some of the performers for the first in-person AFRAM festival since 2019 were announced by Mayor Scott yesterday. WYPR's Callan Hansel Suddeth has more. International R&B artist Neo, 60s R&B icons The OJs, and gospel singer Leandria Johnson will headline AFRAM 2022, the event Mayor Brandon Scott called his favorite in the city. We know that COVID rained on our parade over the last two years, but this summer we will be back in Drew Hill for AFRAM in person on Juneteenth weekend to celebrate our freedom, our culture, and also just to celebrate being together in person again Scott said the organizing team wanted to ensure there's something for everybody. Uh, if you're old school like us, we want to have that mixture so all, everybody in African-American culture and our black culture here in Baltimore has a reason to come to AFRAM. The AFRAM Festival will take place June 18th and 19th. For WYPR News, I'm Callan tensel Anne Arundel County has released a new online tool that allows residents to track county revenue and spending. County Executive Stuart Pittman says government works best when taxpayers know how their money is spent, and they can find out through the Budget and Data Development Explorer.
A massive election year turnover on the often fractious Baltimore County School Board is assured. A number of members have decided not to run for re-election or to be reappointed to the hybrid board. WYPR's John Lee reports. It's possible the board will have only two of its current 12 members returning. Five of the seven elected members are not seeking another term. None of the four who are appointed by the governor is asking to be reappointed. Board member Lisa Mack, who four years ago was elected, is now seeking an appointment instead. This is the board that was told by consultant Joanne Cox with Public Works LLC last September that it is dysfunctional and needs to learn how to work together. You have to agree to disagree and do it in a civil manner for the sake of the kids. There's been some concern with the school board. There's been some dysfunction, so I'm not against the change, of course. That's Cindy Sexton, the president of TABCO, the Teachers Association of Baltimore County. Sexton adds that having experience on the board is good, too, noting there are major issues on the horizon. The superintendent's contract will be up for renewal. And of course, as always, our budget and working to keep our educators and uh, retain and attract them because that continues to be a huge problem. Board Vice Chairman Rod McMillian is one of two current members running for re-election. That's a real brain drain on on the amount of experience you know that we lost. Uh, so we've got to make that up as quickly as we can. Chairwoman Julie Hen also is running for re-election. Both Hen and McMillian are running unopposed in their districts. McMillian says there are candidates running for the school board who have strong backgrounds in the community and in education. They're bringing an interesting mix to to the board, but there's definitely a learning curve. School board members, as a matter of policy, are speaking for themselves rather than for the board when they're interviewed by the news media. The board has one student member who is selected annually. Her term starts in July. She'll be one of the most experienced board members once those elected and appointed take their seats in December. Over the past four years, the school board has been infamous for infighting. Board member Molly Joe says she's not seeking reappointment in part because baseless attacks and distractions take away from helping children in need. I honestly feel that I can channel my energy into more positive areas to help or disenfranchised children uh, through other channels that I'm working on, through youth mentoring and other uh, programs that I'm involved with the city of Baltimore. I think that this board has been a very stressful board. Board member Lily Rowe says the current board dealt with the divisive choice of selecting a new superintendent following the resignation and perjury conviction of former school superintendent Dallas Dance. The board also was handed the COVID-19 pandemic and the November 2020 ransomware attack. Rose says she's not running for re-election because she can't afford it. She says she works at least 30 hours a week as a board member and is paid $7,500 annually. My daughter's in high school and in two years she'll be starting college, which means I have to work full time to pay for her college. And I don't have the time to work full time and continue to subsidize Baltimore County with my labor at 50 cents an hour. A commission will interview candidates who have applied for the four appointed positions and will make recommendations to the governor. Those who are running will skip the July primary and will be on the November ballot since this position is considered nonpartisan. John Lee, WIPR News. The Daily Dose is brought to you by WIPR, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Big thanks to my news team colleagues, Rachel Bay, John Lee, Joel McCord, and Callan Hensel Suddeth. Our digital content director is Jamila Krempel, and our general manager is LaFontaine Oliver. The executive editor of The Daily Dose is Danielle Irby. Stay healthy, 
stay sane, and stand together. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Thanks for listening.